You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Woohoo! And uh, today we're answering some frequently asked mountain biking questions. I, I have another fun fact. Oh, let's hear it. Um, I know this is my thing this, this week, is the fun facts. Um, did you know, well you probably know, but you can, you can tell if a cow is from like New Jersey or the UK based on its moo because... Um, cows moo with regional accent accents accents yeah did you know that really in small populations such as herds you would encounter identifiable dialectical variations which are most affected by their immediate peer group explains one uk professor in an article for bbc news in other words you can take a cow out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the cow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, real thing. Really? I don't. Uh, that's wild. I don't want to like. I don't want to ruin this podcast by talking about mountain biking now. That was so good. I know. I know. I write down. I mean, most mountain bikers spend their time talking about the way cows moo. It's before true. they go yeah of course i haven't been for a few 25 years mountain biking <laughs> so i could be wrong yeah wow <laughs> i'm still blown away by that cows move differently based mm. on the location yeah it's true true true, true story huh. wow my mind is blown i just think moo is a moo yeah so does that mean like when you get to heaven and you're like you can talk to cows that they're gonna have different i guess it does they're gonna have different accents when you're talking to cows uh yet, un, yet assuming unconfirmed. that's a thing i, I don't i don't actually i don't, sure. talk I don't often think about talking to cows in heaven but <clears throat> you should consider it more often <laughs> i guess so. that's one of the things i'm most excited about <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway frequently asked question number one mountain biking uh what gear do i need to start mountain biking Probably a bike. A bike. A bike is number one. A helmet. Yep. Um, fancy, fancy shorts with the. You have to have the fancy shorts, the pads, and the bottom. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's a pretty close to a must. Now, I, I mountain biked for years as a as a young person without those shorts, but I was a young person. So, first of all, I wasn't that smart. Second of all, I was much more durable back then, and. Uh, Your nether regions are not as terrible. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit crude here, but it didn't hurt as bad when my nuts got hit by things. (laughs) So uh, now I definitely wear shorts 
for various reasons. One, the padding is is nice, the extra padding. Super nice. But also the the chamois that are in these shorts are seamless, so you don't have seams that are rubbing and rubbing sores and stuff like that. And the other thing is having these tight shorts that are spandexy that kind of hugs things, Hold everything holds place. everything in place when you're when you're biking and your uh, bike's bouncing around, you're sitting on the saddle, you're bouncing around and stuff. It helps it, it helps to uh, keep things more comfortable and and not get jostled too much. So uh, yeah, I would say those are a must if you're over the age of thirteen. <laughs> okay. okay. Sweet. What about um, you know a helmet? Do we say that? Yep. Backpack. Um, I've uh, never. I don't ride with a backpack. I don't either. What? Um, no. Yeah, I I find that when I watch riders, most of the riders that are wearing a backpack are going a lot slower than the riders that aren't wearing a backpack. So I don't wear a backpack. Not not for the speed thing. Just. But I notice I put a backpack on and I immediately feel like I'm weighed down. All weighed down and I'm hauling a bunch of weight So where do you keep up. your food and extra spare tires and stuff? I don't know. Fix it, kids. So Chase does it a little differently than I do, but I wear a jersey with a few pockets on the back. And so I shove some extra, uh, maybe a rain jacket if the weather's looking ominous, some food and... Uh, maybe an extra tube or something in there. Also, usually on my bikes, I have a little saddle bag that hangs under the saddle so I can put a tube and pump and stuff like that in there. And then water bottles on the frame. And maybe if I need to, if it's a real long ride and I'm going to be crossing water, then I throw the Be Free in my pocket as well to refill water bottles. Um, if it's longer than that, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be out there all day and I have to take a pack of some sort to carry enough gear, then I usually would wear like a running pack instead of a backpack that bounces around. I wear a running pack that hugs real tight to my body. Or uh, fanny packs are getting more popular among mountain bikers as they should, um, because they tend to not hang on your shoulders and stuff. They just kind of hang off the back of your seat and. Mm. And uh, you, you, they don't feel as heavy or as cumbersome, in my opinion. Uh, you don't want to go too big, but Chase has a good one. Wait, mm-hmm. Do you like that one? You're, you're, yeah, I've got an Evoc, the race three liter. Um, <clears throat> so I, I just got that this year, though. So I've, the last two years I've been riding, I just ride with a water bottle in my cage and... I didn't really take too much extra, which is not smart. Um, yeah, I rode with nothing. I, I wouldn't even take CO2 out with me. Um, I would just ride and I never had any problems. Um, Tubeless, that's mm, the key. Yep. So, but I mean, if, if I were to blow out and I'm on tubeless and it was a complete blowout, I'd need a tube um, to get myself off the trail. So now when I ride with my hip pack, I have an extra tube in there. Um, some like little tire tools, uh, crank brothers, multi-tool, some CO2, and then a little water bottle, bladder and some food. Um, and it's, it's great. I love that bladder, that, uh, hip, hip back, hip pack, fanny pack, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's great. It's, I really don't notice it's there when I'm riding and I can take plenty of gear. I can throw a rain jacket in there if I need it. Um, 
I prefer it way more than a backpack. But if it's going to be like a quick jaunt, a quick ride, I'll usually just take a water bottle and won't take anything else. I mean, it sucks if I were to blow out, but if it's only a couple mile ride out and back or whatever, it's I'm stuck walking a bike for a little bit and I've done worse. So, yeah, but I, I'll typically ride with the hip pack on. But again, that's not a nest. That's not like a need. Um, you do need water. Definitely put a water bottle cage on your bike and throw some water in there. And then the more you ride, the more you're going to know like, okay, I want to take this and I want to take that. But you, it's kind of like backpacking. You'll, you'll figure out what you need the more you do it, but you don't need a ton of stuff. Yeah. For me, when I first started mountain biking as a 10 year old, 12 year old, something like that, <clears throat> I thought that you had to have a camelback and to mountain bike. You did. And so yeah. I bought a camelback. I still have the same camelback. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. I remember I bought the camelback blowfish. That was a very popular <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a cool one. It had the zipper that it would expand. Or <coughs> So I had the blowfish. My brother had the mule. The mule was another very popular um, I think I have the mule. Actually, he might. Actually, he didn't have the mule. He had the hog, the H-A-W-G mm. hog. The uh, his friend had the mule, but we all had our camelbacks to mountain bike or whatever. But that was back. That was back when I was racing, and I raced for a few years with the camelback on my back. And I noticed that hey, none of these other racers are wearing backpacks. And then I decided to leave the backpack off one time, and it was so nice. <laughs> it was so much nicer because I realized like wow, I carry two or three liters of water, and I finished the race, and I've still got a liter and a half left. I don't. I think this is the only thing I can compare it to. When I uh, started s- trying to teach my kids how to ski, I would wear a backpack because you you got all kinds of crap in that thing. Right. Um, food, jackets. I mean, I'll, and so I've been, you know, wear, and ski touring, so splitboarding with a backpack on, and then I did like a resort day, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't really need the pack. I'll yeah. Just leave the pack here. I'm like, I felt like. 100 pounds lighter <laughs> yeah it was weird it's like crazy I just, yeah i just went from beginner not, to pro right just by yeah, leaving this backpack. totally turned pro yeah so yeah so i'm not a big backpack proponent of wearing a backpack although when i go on the on real popular trails i still see that half the people out there have backpacks on it's not that there's anything wrong with that uh but maybe try leaving the backpack home every once in a what, while and just see how you like it. I think what Greg's saying is if you have a backpack, he wants to race you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see this go down. <laughs> well, man, I, yeah, I'm not in very good shape, but um, I don't really want to race anyone right now. I'm in poor condition for racing. But maybe try next time you're, you're going for your own personal best on Strava. Leave the backpack home and just see how it goes. And you might find that you shave five minutes or, or more off your time. Um, but the things that I always have is I always have a little multi-tool in case something on the bike breaks. Um, I always have a water bottle or two, depending on how long the ride is, with either water or electrolyte drink. I usually will have some sort of food uh, an energy bar a gels something um but not always depending on how long the ride is anything over an hour then i usually take something uh, under an hour i usually don't um an extra tube in case you have a blowout like chase said but if you're riding tubeless in particular you'll have a lot less problems 
mm-hmm. than uh, than your normal. <clears throat> um, uh, shoes, biking shoes aren't necessary, but they're really nice. Uh, if you're used to clipless riding, so you've got the shoes, the cleats that clip into your pedal, they're called clipless, but they do clip in. Um, if you're used to that, then you definitely want shoes. If you're not used to that, even having a a biking specific shoe that fits on a flatless pedal is going to be nice. They're stiffer, they're grippier, and so you're just it's going to be a lot more efficient to ride. So not completely necessary but really nice i know a lot of people out there that mountain bike regularly just wearing running shoes or whatever else and and they don't realize what they're missing and once you once you switch to like a dedicated biking shoe you'll realize wow this is way more efficient i feel way more solid and and i have a lot more control stuff so uh, that's worth looking at um, biking gloves i like gloves i know a lot of people out there that don't wear gloves and a lot of people that do I'm personally a fan of gloves as long as they're full fingered gloves. I love gloves. Yeah. Oh, full fingered? Full fingered. Yeah. Full fingered. It's way yeah, to go. Yeah, for mountain biking. For road biking, I think it matters less, but for mountain biking, I find that I'd rather go gloveless than go with the gloves with the cutoff. Fingers. Again, it's been Same a million here. years since I mountain biked, but my I remember the ones I really liked were padded. Yeah. Yeah. They're still a little padded too. Or yeah, mm-hmm. and the ones that I like for mountain biking are less padded. Mm-hmm. Um but full finger. Uh, I find that my hands just stay way more comfortable with a full finger, but less padded glove. Not not no padding. A little bit of padding's fine, but not too much padding. If they if the padding gets too thick, it almost makes you more tired because you're holding on to bigger mm-hmm. handlebars and stuff. So I like a, a thicker a thicker, softer, more chunky handle with a thinner pad on my glove. Yeah. I, um, but I those, agree with that. The, I've been riding in the Fly Media gloves, and I freaking love those gloves. I mean, there's so many gloves out there, but that's one glove that I found that inexpensive, really durable. I love them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other thing, uh, so when I'm road biking, I wear, I still prefer a full finger glove, but it's not as big of a deal, and I like a little more padding on my road bike because my hands are just resting. My weight's resting on those hands for many many hours i don't have to hang on to those handlebars tight like i do on the downhill on a mountain bike stuff so more padding on a road bike glove less padding on a mountain bike glove for me mm-hmm. um sunglasses are mm. a must mm. yep um i prefer a sunglass that they make you look like you're going faster too <laughs> right so, well, i think too. they actually add like one mile an hour speed mm-hmm. yeah. the um the big thing, the big challenge I have with my current sunglasses is that on the uphills, especially if I'm biking in the morning, they get fogged up. Uh, on the downhills, they're, they're really nice to have, though. So um, I really like, well, what you've got your Jolbos that you ride. Do you like those? I love my Jolbos, yeah. I have not had any problems with them fogging up. Yeah. Um, they're pretty breathable. I love Jolbo for sure. I have Canons and I love them for the downhill. They fit real tight against the face though and so they do get kind of fogged up. I don't get a lot of airflow between my eyes and and the lenses. And so if I'm on the uphill they get foggy and so I usually on a long long uphill I'll I'll stick them in a back pocket on my jersey and then put them on on the downhill. Um I had some native sunglasses that I like that tended to not fog as much. 
Um, and then a lot of glasses that just don't fit quite as tight to the face, you'll tend to have less fogging issues. Um, so that's kind of nice, but sunglasses are a big deal. Even just like keeping bugs and branches and other things out of your eyes when you're going downhill fast or mud out of your eyes. That's kind of nice. Oh yeah. Get a pair of glasses. Even, like you said, even if they're <coughs> cheap, they're, they're great to have. Right. Um, what else? Um, I feel like we've covered like the, you need this to bike. Yeah. The you rest are yeah, kind the mountain, of, the mountain bikes kind of the big deal. You need, yeah. Oh, probably a way to get the bike to the bike trail so if your current vehicle is too small to put the bike in it or Buy, on it sell it and get a new one you need a new car <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and might but, i recommend the new ford bronco yeah Ooh, good choice yeah. Solid. yeah these things are so neat. i hear bike racks are hard to find these days yeah you might as well just get a new just get a truck that you can just put on the bed <laughs> yeah tuli's like sold out of everything so is everyone. Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm. But yeah, you need a bike rack. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Point. Rocky mounts. Um, <clears throat> trying to think if there's anything else. There's um, a water bottle, maybe. Yeah, a water bottle. The water Go bottle on. holder thing. Yeah, I think that it's a good idea to have like a CO2 pump um, along with your your extra ti- extra tube. If you carry an extra tube but you don't have a pump, then it's pointless. <laughs> carry a pump without an extra tube it's pointless you got to have both of those mm. and those are fairly inexpensive 10 bucks for a pump and maybe 20 bucks for a pump and then five bucks for the co2 cartridge well, you can even get like the little i have a little nozzle for the co2 that i think was like five bucks yeah it just screws onto the little co2 cartridge mm-hmm. that's what i have too and you push it on the tire and it yep and just yeah perfect weighs nothing really cheap that's worth having yeah. what what type of is that the only type of repair stuff you carry like you don't carry any other repair items do you besides like you said a multi-tool no i feel i feel like a bike specific multi-tool with a certain size it does yeah and they're super light and really compact as well i mean you don't really need that much of a multi-tool um but for me i'm just trying to avoid if i crash and something gets loose bent out of shape or whatever or I need to adjust my brakes, or uh, need to fix a tire. I want a tool that can do those types of things. Like when I was biking, I, I, this is embarrassing. I, I still am quite embarrassed about this, but I haven't I haven't fallen, I haven't crashed on my bike for I don't know how many years. Not not hard anyway. Like fallen off of my bike until this year. I have a, a couple of well, just one time. So. Only this year I've fallen off one time. I was literally going walking speed on flat ground. You're getting old. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm climbing up uh um what's the Sardine Peak? Yeah. Climbing up the Sardine Peak trail. You get near the top and it kinda of flattens out and gets a little bit rocky, but it flattens out before one last little climb. So I get to that There's flat like that part. Right hand turn and the left hand turn. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I get to that top part and I'm just like I'm kind of looking around, enjoying the view, and I forget exactly, but I'm, I'm holding on to the handlebars just with one arm, and I think I was reaching for some. I think I was trying to grab something, and I wasn't paying attention, and next to the trail, hidden by a little bush, is this big boulder, and I nail it with my pedal, with my crank arm, and it just stops me, 
in place. I'm going three miles an hour probably. It just stops me in place. And because I'm only holding onto the bike with one arm, I end up going over the probably top of my handlebars. Probably fast too. Yeah, I went over the front of my handlebars and landed on the ground on my back on a rock. Oh. And my ribs were so sore for like a month after that. I don't think I broke anything, but I think they're probably bruised or something. It was hard to sleep for like the mm. next two or three weeks and <laughs> hurt to breathe and all that stuff. And literally, I was going three miles an hour. <laughs> it's just because I wasn't paying attention. That's the worst. But uh, anyway, when I fell over, the tire, like my headset, whatever, was just a little loose or something. And the tire got bent just a little off the headset. So I, I pulled out the multi-tool, loosened it up, straightened it out, tightened it up, and I was good to go again. Had I not had that multi-tool, it would have been a challenge. So that was just a good thing to have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, there's a there's a list of, of things that you may need to get mountain biking uh, safely and comfortably. And and uh, and the more you do it, the more you're going to find what it is that you really like to have and, and things that you need and things that you don't. Uh, but that will at least get you on the trail. So, uh, yeah, there's that. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and uh, leave us a friendly review if you would. Also, check out gear30.com for uh, great deals on some of the best gear around for backpacking, camping, uh, climbing, mountaineering, paddle boards, that sort of thing. Um, we do all that. We don't do bikes, but uh, we <laughs> do a lot of accessories that can support your biking habits as well. So uh, that's it, like I think. Like chapstick. Chapstick and mm-hmm. sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Sunscreen. Rain jackets. We actually have bikes some packs, too. Some of the Osprey packs. Yep. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Bye-bye.